Welcome to the Blue Ocean Church Advent Podcast. This is Emily, and I'll be your guide today. We've now entered the second week of Advent, which traditionally focuses on peace. So you'll notice that highlighted in our prayers this week. Let's start by getting situated so that we're comfortable. Maybe take a few really deep breaths to slow your body and your mind. And I'm going to read this variation of a prayer of St. Patrick to shift our focus. I breathe in peace as I stand today, calling on the source, the wellspring, and the living water, believing in the threeness, witnessing the oneness, on my way to meet you face to face. Now we'll spend about one minute using part of this prayer as a breath prayer. On the in-breath this week, we're going to say, I breathe in peace, and on the out-breath, as I stand today, I breathe in peace as I stand today. Go ahead. Now we'll move on to our petitionary prayer, and today we're going to pray that God's peace will rest on those who are grieving this holiday season, as well as those who are sick. So let's just take about 30 seconds of silence to pray for that. Go ahead. And now we'll have our story from the Advent book, All Creation Waits, written by Gail Boss and illustrated by David Klein. Today's story is about the chipmunk. In the sheltered south corner of my doorway, where the sun has kissed away the snow, I hear a chirp, 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 pointed as a metronome. Ticking items off some list, a chipmunk sits up tall on the warming cement slab. I try, peanut offering in hand, to ease the latch open soundlessly, but the chipmunk jerks, spins, and vanishes down his hole. The cement slab is sinking on the side fronting the door, thanks to this burrower. His tunnel works clearly start at my door, but who can tell where they go from there? With four feet half the size of paper clips, he's dug down maybe four or five times the length of his body and out as far as a two-story house is tall, though not that straight. Up in the wide, bright world this morning, he's taking what's apt to be his last sunbath for a while. Winter is about to settle in its cold bulk for a three-month stay, 
banishing the chipmunk to his basement. Unlike his cousins, squirrels at home in the trees, he would freeze above ground. Even in the insulated earth, he survives only by careful calculation. Compulsively, all fall, he packed his cheek pouches with nuts and seeds and sped to rooms he'd hollowed out along the sides of his tunnel. Pantries holding, altogether, up to a bushel of winter provisions. He keeps inventory, working for variety. If one sort of seed spoils, he wants plenty of other sorts. Such a well-stocked pantry, though, is a magnet for thieves in the beneath. And so above ground, he stored more reserves, hiding them from hungry thieves there, too. He will keep up his gathering, storing, inventorying, above ground, below ground, relentless, never sure of enough, until finally the cold says stop or die. Then he'll slip down through his tunnel to a leaf-lined sleeping chamber and ball up. His restless heart slows from 350 beats per minute to 15. He barely breathes. His body cools. If a weasel should find him so, he will be dead before he knows what bit him. Awake, he can likely escape. So he sleeps in snatches, a few days, a couple of weeks, pulling himself up out of torpor to inspect the tunnel, the exits, the pantries, and to eat. If provisions seem low, he might pick a warm day and pop up briefly to raid a bird feeder or find one of his above-ground stashes, which means risking a hawk or cat watching for dark stripes against snow. So he considers staying put and saving food by sleeping a longer stretch. But that gives the weasel better odds. Also, he has to consider how long this winter night might last and how to save food for spring whenever that comes, so he'll be strong enough then to pursue a mate. A tiny master of risk assessment, he calculates and recalculates all winter long. There's no formula, no groupthink to fall back on. Flexibility is all. Each chipmunk must for and by himself, consider which of several choices will most likely bring him through the cold, dark days to the other side of winter, strong. He must do this continually, with no guarantees. Today, heart beating fast, he makes today's choice. In the story, the author talks about how chipmunks need to take care of themselves. And while we humans are part of communities, we also bear some responsibility for taking care of ourselves. So let's just take a minute to meditate on what the chipmunk can teach us about making sure that our own needs are met. Go ahead. And now our benediction. Go in peace, 
wash your hands, love your neighbor, you are not alone. <laughs>